0: Good morning! On this bullet of question crunch, I have questions for Miss Tiki Oasis 2019 herself, Phoenix Ablaze. Questions regarding what is Tiki Oasis, her experiences as a burlesque performer, and how would you terrorize a rich guy into being nice on Christmas? <laughs> Yeah, so we met at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, you're dressed as uh, it's 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 Butt Loose Tina, right? That's the name of the, that's the name of the character.
1: <laughs> I do love Tina, and yes, Butt Loose Tina. That is how we met.
0: <laughs> okay, just making sure because like uh um I I think that some I think that you told me it was Butt Loose Tina, and me like I, I'm a big fan of uh Bob's Burgers, but I still don't remember all the character titles and whatnot. <laughs> and i was like put loose tina and so google was like oh right that i remember that yeah. now
1: yeah um that's one of my favorite outfits well one cuz it's super easy to do um and it was just so fun and people know right away as soon as you wear that pink leotard and those pink leg warmers they're like put loose tina um she has so many different characters that she gets into, it's so hard to choose from. And I was really bummed because for 2020 Comic-Con, I wanted to go as Liberace Tina. I had it all planned out. I was going to make her cape and just be, go like burlesque nuts on that cape. Um, but next year. Next,
0: next year. year. Well, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I think they canceled 2021. I think I heard oh, that. No. Uh-oh,
1: <laughs> I mean. I understand.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, right, yeah. right now, I think uh, the convention center is a homeless shelter, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, which I'm, I am all for. Like, I, I it's, I, 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 it's great they did that. I had a conversation with someone; they were bummed out that a, a skate park was turned a homeless shelter, and like, oh, why can't they put the homeless somewhere else? I'm like, you know, uh, isn't it the holiday season? Isn't isn't sacrificing the the whole thing about it? I, I thought I thought that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I even showed her, I, I was like, you know, I'm pretty sure there's an Ebenezer Scrooge quote about the homeless, <laughs> like trying to throw them in jail. or.
1: <laughs> I think so. I think so. You'll start to see some Scrooges come out for sure.
0: It's it's I think it's a bad sign if uh if you sound like Scrooge. I, I thought we I, Christmas Carol <laughs> came out years and years ago and there's so many different renditions. And if you quote, yeah. if you sound like Scrooge, that's a bad sign.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not but, going to end well
0: <laughs> so you you, you mentioned uh, with Tina that you were going to go full burlesque which uh, um, I started following you because we met at Comic Con and uh, just the your energy your humor is just fantastic I fell in love immediately and so I went on Instagram and I was like ah <laughs> She's a fantastic burlesque dancer. This is great. Uh, uh, an amazing pinup model. um I think that's the genre, right? That's called pinup. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just making sure. You got it. um So, when did you start doing burlesque?
1: So I started uh, in 2012. That seems ages ago. Uh, when I was living in the Bay Area, I found a Groupon, and it was to a class, and I, I took a couple of classes, and I was like this is fun, I want to keep doing it. And there was just opportunities to perform in front of a live audience. And being back on stage, because I was a dancer when I was a little kid all the way up until I was 22, um, I missed it. I missed that rush of being on stage and creating something. And so that's how I stuck with it.
0: And the Groupon was for her dance lessons.
1: For a burlesque dance
0: lessons. Burlesque dance lessons. Yeah. I, I did an intro to burlesque dance class type thing. Cause like, uh, um, uh, my friend, my friend at the time, she, uh, was opening up a studio and she mentioned all these different classes that you can take. And one was yoga and I was like, nah, I'm okay. And one was <laughs> like all these acrobatic, uh, salsa. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm, uh. and then I saw burlesque. I was like, you know what? Let's do that. Let's.
1: <laughs> so tell me about your experience.
0: Um, it wasn't really, it was intro. It was intro. So it was, it was like a tutorial. It was pretty much like, you know, uh, press the A button to jump that kind of thing. It was not,
1: (laughs) okay. Was there any like movements at all?
0: Um, I think it was many years ago, but, uh, (laughs) what I thought was really amazing was, uh, how informative the class was because it wasn't so much me learning how to dance as much as me learning about burlesque. And one thing that always attracts me to burlesque is the humor. <laughs> yeah. The humor and fun of it. Um, your, your Psylocke outfit, the, uh, the what, what is that rope that you have, like the light-up rope so that you have? So
1: it is a, um, an LED whip. Okay. Fi- yeah. So it's made with fibers, and it has, you know, different changing lights with different settings, and you can... Do some really, really cool stuff with it. I need to find a photographer that can capture all of the different lights in the dark because there's some really sick photos out there.
0: And the idea of using that whip with your Silock is such a cool idea. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, you know, I, I had a show. Um, I love working with themes, or, you know, this is, this is. Your your mission, and then like I like to take that goal and just kind of run with it. So, it was a Comic Con theme, and I was like, you know, who, which badass character like do I want to be? So I was like thinking through, and I was like, I love Olivia Munn, so I had to be Psylocke. So I thought of the costume. I reached out to Abigail Gray Danis, who's an amazing um, latex fashion artist, and I told her like this is my idea. Can you make it happen? And so we went back and forth and I think we emailed two, three times. Um, and she came out with it and I, it was just, it was perfect. And then I went on to fiber and I found the led whip went on YouTube, figure out, you know, how to use this thing. Um, I think I might've gotten concussion, like whipping myself, while practicing um naturally naturally um I learned and yeah you know just putting the choreography together and out came Psylocke and she's gotten a lot of attention and I'm so thankful
0: ah it's awesome and uh like I said like I I love the humor and I love the silliness of burlesque it's 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 sexy and sexy is awesome but I love uh just the characters that people develop and it's just really fantastic it's uh I I I find with burlesque, you get like the really silly, you you get the silly performances. I've seen breakfast themed burlesque. I've seen just really just mind boggling, insane stuff. And it's just fantastic. It's my favorite.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's, you know, I feel like it's just being a theater kid again. Um, And just being to be able to like play out that campiness of it. Um, I don't know about you, but. I don't think cockroaches are sexy, um, but there is a... Oh, I think that cockroaches
0: are sexy. (laughs) 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 That facial expression is perfect.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, they're gross. (laughs) There is one burlesque dancer out there who did an act on a cockroach and it... It worked. it really worked. The, the crowd loves it. So there's just some you know really just genius acts out there.
0: I remember last time I went to a burlesque show, I think, uh, I remember there was there there was a bit with a clown, and I was like, I didn't know there was going to be clown. I'm terrified of clowns. And mm-hmm. I was just sitting there and I was sitting there in a way that I can actually see be uh, I could see the side of the curtain. And mm-hmm. there the clown was just standing on the side in the backstage area, and there it was low lighting. So here's a clown being, like, captured in a low lighting in the backstage. And I'm like, that's terrified as fuck. That's, that's <laughs> scary. Like, <laughs> I need to sit somewhere else. <laughs> um, and
1: then, so was the, what was the act? Was it something campy? Was it a sexy clown?
0: It was more campy. It was more campy. Okay. It was just—it was like a silly. Com, uh, it was a comedic break between the dances,
1: mm-hmm. and I was
0: like, "No, clowns are not comedic. They are awful, and they should not be included in this <laughs> in this performance." While I'm here.
1: <laughs> okay, duly noted. No clown acts.
0: <laughs> well, no. A lot of people like clowns, and it's it's strange because like uh, people will send me photos of clowns and they'll be like, oh, is, is this too scary? And I'm like, no, it's, it's not clown enough to be scary. My favorite one is someone sent me a, a photo of a scary mime, and uh, they said, oh, is this scary? And I was like, well, I'm not really scared of mimes, but any profession can be scary. I mean, <laughs> scary. Robin Williams was a scary film developer. That's terrible. Like, it can happen. <laughs> I'm not necessarily terrified of mimes, but I feel like the clowns are scarier when they're not scary, when they're just, like, basic clowns, and that's what the character was. it, nice. it they weren't trying to be scary, is what I'm saying. They were, they were just standing there, watching the show, waiting for their next, when, when they're supposed to come up. And I'm being the uh, chlorophobic guy in the audience freaking out. It's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the steps that you uh, take? You told us a little bit with your Psylocke, but what are steps that you take to creating your burlesque performance? Like if someone, yeah. if you had to go from scratch.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um... So every act is different. You know, sometimes I'm inspired by a song or a a costume or a concept or a story that I want to tell. Um, But once I figure out that piece and I get hooked, I think about it obsessively. And then um, I go through trying to find the right song. And sometimes it's just a process of a whole month of Going on Spotify and just finding like the right song that can tell the story that can hit certain beats. Um, If I have props and a lot of my acts do have props, I think about how the prop can be used in it to tell the story and then i go into my super asian mode where i bring out an excel spreadsheet and then i start <laughs> choreographing that way you know what are the song lyrics what are the times what are certain like visuals that i want to hit how is the prop going to be factored in there and then lots of practice
0: honestly if you had a print with the excel sheet in the background and the the costume of you doing the performance of the excel sheet <laughs> i would buy that <laughs>
1: You know that's amazing that's super brilliant. Okay, I it, will credit you when I come up with this act.
0: <laughs> it's just it's it's such a bizarre thing to have an excel sheet of a dance performance and I would love that. It was it's I like the weird nerdy stuff and that would be perfect.
1: <laughs> I am a yeah, I'm a big nerd. I live in excel. Like my, if I could map out my life, it would
0: be like in a pivot table. <laughs> Excel's pretty great, where you're just like, uh, I need all this added. Let me.
1: <laughs> it's I create it for everything, and like people think I'm weird, but I'm like, it's organized. Give me that.
0: Ah. I think I I'm with you on that one. Um, <laughs> how do you find well? Uh, how do you find like your music? What's what are you looking for when you look for a song?
1: Um. You know, it's just the feeling. I, I can't really pin down, like, certain elements. It's listening to it, not only the words, um, but the just the music that goes along behind it. You know, are there certain drum beats, um, certain percussions that, tell, that help tell the story of the song? Um, I don't do pop music well. Like, I want to because you can sing to it, but it doesn't emote well on stage because then everyone wants to sing along to it and then they get super critical they're like well that move doesn't go with that um (laughs) kind of stick to like the dark and moody stuff or uh like scores those epic scores that you see or hear on films yeah i like to go for those
0: I feel like the dark and moody is just a uh, much more sexual and just, it's funner to, it's more fun to dance to that kind of music. Um, yeah. Are you familiar with a lot of James Bond theme songs? I do. Yes. Well, cause like I've told people I've had this conversation where I'm like, uh, and I, you know what? I'm going to ask you uh, what James Bond song do you think is the sexiest? That you can, that would make a better burlesque dance.
1: Oh. I'm gonna have to get back to you on that. That's one. okay.
0: You can you can because let you can... <laughs>
1: there's just so much. I was just like I don't know. That's a lot of pressure. Well,
0: because so I've yeah. had this conversation with a bunch of people. It. I've had a, this conversation with a few people, and then the the answer I always give them is uh, I think Goldeneye is the best one to do that with, just because it starts off really slow. The whole bum 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 bum, oh, and mm-hmm. then it goes on to the beats and then, and it's just really fun and it's like a whole display thing. It sets itself up until like the big moment where you hear the uh Tina Turner's voice come in and start singing oh, it's amazing so good so and good and she even has a lyric of the whole uh, um no uh, lace or leather she mentions it in the song and it's just i think that would make an awesome show <laughs> absolutely goldeneye is my favorite it's it's my favorite bond movie i think it's my favorite villain my favorite <laughs> i love Pierce Brosnan <laughs>
1: I think that one is just one of the tops besides like the old Sean Connery, rest in peace. Um, But yeah, GoldenEye, that's a good one. But I do like to kind of pick something just out of the ordinary. And that's how sometimes I pick my songs. um, Because I don't want to go with what's mainstream. I want to do something different.
0: Oh, yeah. No, you do. Uh, I think that's a good way of avoiding any kind of uh, preconceptions of uh, the people listening to the song where it's like, oh, yeah. I know the song from this movie. You want to go weird. Yeah,
1: I do. I like weird.
0: <laughs> it's totally understandable. I feel like that whenever I'm posting something on Instagram, on my Instagram story, I'm like looking for a song that you wouldn't expect.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> um, what would your act be like if you had to do one based on one of the Christmas Carol ghosts? Hmm.
1: Probably in the future. Future, not yet nice. To come. Yeah.
0: That's fantastic. You have a nice prop of this, uh, the site.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so actually, I've been saving up my coins because there is an LED staff that, if you can save up enough money, it can show like images. Um, So, being able to, one, learn how to do staff work, and then, two, get enough money um, to buy the staff and then just kind of upload certain images. So, then, as I do the act, when I'm showing Scrooge certain things to look forward to, that staff can actually be my way to help tell the story.
0: So, when you swing the staff around, it projects an image? That's cool. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So... Hopefully, hopefully in the next year or so.
0: I'm going to have to look up that staff. Yeah. I need to see, I need to see the projections that people have been able to do with that. That's way too cool.
1: I did see it um, at a drag show and one of the performers had that staff and it showed her name and I think there was just some other images as well. And I was like, I need that. (laughs) <laughs> so it's like all I I think about now. So every time like I log in on Monday for work, I'm like, Ugh, but I'm like, okay, I need to I need to buy accessories. <laughs> I need to focus.
0: <laughs> I don't want to go to work, but I need that staff.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: I'm just picturing like your boss get, pulling you aside. I was like, so why are you at? The, uh, tell me what you feel about yep. this job. It's like I need a staff. Yep. Uh, you mean employees? No, no. Uh, mm-hmm. electric staff. <laughs>
1: Let me show you. Send them the <laughs>
0: link. <laughs> that's pretty great. Uh, do you what what song do you know? What song you would uh, dance to as uh, the ghosts of Christmas future?
1: <laughs> no. Um,
0: I feel like Don't Fear the Reaper is the most obvious choice.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I that's a good yeah. That's a good question. I'm not sure cuz there's so many great songs out there but then realistically speaking there might be songs that haven't come out yet that might be a better choice
0: so You know you know what I think would be a pretty good song uh from the it, it's Smashing Pumpkins doing a, I think it's the beginning is the end is the beginning or something like that it's the the beginning is the end it's some some order of end is the beginning and what album is that from it's, so, I remember it was on, it was on Batman Forever soundtrack, but that one is more sped up, but it's on the Watchmen trailer, the, okay. the, the big Watchmen trailer was the boom, boom, where the, uh, the owl ship goes up, and then they're, like, uh, um, singing a happy tune, that, do you remember that trailer?
1: Uh, yes, okay.
0: Because there's a slower version of it, and it's so cool, it's such an amazing cover, it's uh, amazing really version, it's not a cover, pumpkin. it is a Smashing Pumpkins, um, I'm, I love I, them.
1: God, that brings me back so many
0: memories. <laughs> I think that would be a cool Ghost of Christmas Future song. Yeah. <laughs> you,
1: know, you're, I, you know, if I'm ever in a creative rut, I'm going to have to call you so you can help me <laughs> plan my acts.
0: <laughs> I have done that before with a friend where uh, she does a uh, video editing and she's like, what, what would be a sexy song? And she described a scene and I was like, all right, let me find, let me find some songs for you. Cause like, I like, I like finding songs, and then I like trying to find covers of the song because there's all there's a million covers of everything. Exactly. and if I can find a nice, slow, like <laughs> passionate version, that's the one.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, you know my Psylocke act is a cover from the Beatles song. Um, Gary Clark Jr. did come together, so I love that
0: version. And I saw a little bit of it uh, on you did a zoom thing yesterday.
1: Yes, I did.
0: even though even though this is coming out the 11th of November no <laughs> December it's December 11th happy hanukkah um happy hanukkah. <laughs> but yesterday uh you did or a few weeks ago you did a zoom thing with a uh what was it wound wound warrior sacred
1: yeah sacred runes and the theme of the show is called warriors and there you know there's so many artists who have just amazing acts to show how they're a warrior in their own definition. And it was a beautiful show. It was an amazing show to see just so many different forms of art, not just burlesque, being showcased.
0: And I, uh, I watched a little bit because you posted some uh, video clips on your story, on your Instagram story and yeah. a perfect choices song. That was a lot of fun. Like when I heard <laughs> it playing, I was like, this is cool. This is really cool. <laughs> Um, what is a holiday movie that you need to watch this season?
1: Home Alone.
0: Home Alone. Nice. Good choice. (laughs) Why, Why Home Alone?
1: Um, it just brings back so many memories for me. So growing up as a kid, my parents, they, you know, they bought a laundromat. They bought, um, several small businesses. They just saved up their money and they worked really hard and we had a convenience store And we would rent videos and every day, you know, I, after school, my aunt would pick us up, all of the kids. So my two brothers, my uh, two cousins, and we would all go to the store. I would have to go to the laundromat and clean. And then afterwards to keep us occupied, if we were done with our homework, we get to watch movies. And every year for Christmas, we would just watch Home Alone, like over and over and over again. So fond memories.
0: It, it is a uh, damn good choice for the holidays. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, I know I want to watch it because now I, it's on Disney Plus and now I have to get conveniently whenever I want. Um, mm-hmm. However, I'm a little reluctant because uh, during the pandemic, I'm alone a lot. So I don't know if I want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I wouldn't, the, the whole part where he makes all the cardboard family to make it look like he's busy. I feel like I want to do that just so I can feel like I have a party.
1: <laughs> I mean, you should. I mean, wouldn't it be fun to kind of do that and just record it and be completely silly?
0: <laughs> I think and, it would look...
1: Be, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it would look insane. Be like, uh, oh, like <laughs> just doing it but for a Christmas really, party. Not, <laughs> I mean,
1: I kind of want to do that now. <laughs> I mean,
0: well, like, well, what was it? I think it was Colorado. They they made uh, the South Park cardboard cutouts in the audience for their sports game. I forget. I, I think it was.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> was,
0: I can't remember what sports it was. It was either football or. No, it can't be football because football season. I don't know. I actually have no idea. It was some Colorado, <laughs> Colorado sports. So if they if. If uh, sports games can have cardboard cutout audience, I think I can have cardboard cutouts in my family to the, for Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then you can Zoom them, because it won't be creepy. You're like, hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. You're with me. Kind of.
0: <laughs> if I had the money, I would buy, like, a bunch of tablets, just so I can have, uh, just so I can have like, a, the, the uh, evil villain. No, I guess the Avengers did, too, where they had a meeting of all the uh, yeah. folks around. That's what I would do if I had the money to get a bunch of tablets, <laughs> yeah. not use them, not actually use them, but just use them, uh, not use them for what they're built for, but use them just so I can have like that <laughs> meeting of uh, take a tablet and tape it to one of the cardboard cutout people and have them just be the face. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you watch, uh, the YouTube, not YouTube, Netflix show, uh, movies that made us?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: I recently watched it and they had an episode uh, all about what it took for them to make Home Alone. And oh, really? that was very informative. It was very, uh, there's like, I thought I knew a lot about Home Alone, but there was stuff that they, I had no idea. Um, I, it was weird because, like, when they went, to, uh, when I talked about designing the set, I was, <laughs> I did not notice that everything in that house is red and green.
1: I didn't realize that. I'm gonna have to watch that show now.
0: It's ridiculous. Cause like they, they even showed that the phone that they use is green because there's no blue in that setting. It's just a bunch of red and green. Even the wallpaper is red. Like it's just uh, ridiculously over the top Christmas.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to watch that and then I'll watch Home Alone during the holidays. And then I, I'll I, let you know.
0: <laughs> people kept on recommending uh, the movies that made us cause they know I love movies. Um, but I don't like watching. I don't like watching. Docu- I don't like watching documentaries of just fans talking about how much they love stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it. and I was like, Oh, this isn't that. It's a documentary about the making of the movies and all the uh, all the stumbles that they had that they took to make it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I it, I watched uh, what is it? The toys that made us. That was really cool.
0: I started watching that after I watched the movies that made us. Once I found, after watching movies, movies that made us, I was like, "Oh, is this what it's about? All right, cool." Then I'll check out toys that made us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm uh, currently on a Lego one. Ooh, that one's a
1: good one.
0: Well, I thought Transformers was insane. Like it's, it's weird. Or the Power Rangers. All the steps that they, that it's just, it's bizarre. Yeah. The world is weird.
1: yeah, the world is weird, and it definitely gives you just much more appreciation for those toys and what goes on to
0: actually make a toy. Um, did you ever have like, uh, did you ever play with any Power Ranger toys? No. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no that was more my younger, my youngest brother's um, age. I was more of the uh, Thundercats and um, Transformers she-ra kind of age yeah <laughs>
0: well, totally understandable um i feel like uh my my friend it was whenever I, when i was watching the episode of uh, power rangers uh i i don't remember too much about the power ranger toys that i had but i remember my friend had the gloves and the gloves had a thing where it was a button on the index finger where when yes. you press it you made a sound as if you were punching it would it, it would not be the punch hit it would be the whole it would be the flying of the hits <laughs> and i just remember playing with these gloves way too much and just just to have the sound effect of you actually doing action it was a lot of fun that's kind of cool i loved it um i need to find how,
1: some gloves like that
0: <laughs> how was winning miss tiki oasis
1: um a big shock it was in it was so much fun you know leading well, up the what event. is
0: Tiki Oasis? I, for, I forget that a lot of people, because like, okay. I, I didn't know about it until recently, when, because like I have a lot of friends in San Diego, and I have a lot of friends in the Tiki genre, theme, love, uh, fandom, and uh, suddenly my Instagram was filled with a bunch of Tiki stuff, and I was like, what is this? And I yeah. looked it up, and I saw Tiki Oasis, and it's just a really uh, cool event. Um, so
1: it is one of the largest uh, Tiki festivals in the world. And it happens in San Diego every year in August. Um, there wasn't one this year because of coronavirus, but they did do a virtual format, which was so much fun to to participate in. They They really wanted to bring the experience, the Tiki experience to everyone safely through Zoom and YouTube and Twitch. I forget all of the different things now, um, but it, they did an amazing job. They had DJs, they had vendors, they had a lot of artists, you know, take up 30 minutes and showcase, you know, the art that they're going or that is up for sale. And if you're interested in buying, they give you information as to how to buy from that particular artist. And in, I think it's April, um, there is the Arizona Tiki Oasis that happens. The the second one was supposed to be this year, but because of corona, it was canceled. So the second one will take place in 2021 if, if things go well.
0: If. Yeah, that's a big...
1: <laughs> I know. It's so scary. But, you know... Um, the, the founders, Baby Doe and Otto, they've done an amazing job to keep the virtual format going. It's been well-received, and a lot of people in the Tiki community are grateful that they can actually, you know, have something to look forward to, even though they're at home.
0: And you did you know about Tiki Oasis before you entered in Miss Tiki Oasis?
1: I did, yeah. Um, so I had been going to Tiki Oasis. I've been to, I think it would have been my third, and that's when I entered. Um, a my mentor, Di Lovely, she had brand for Miss Tiki Oasis, and she won. I want to say, don't kill me. I think it's 2017. Sorry, Di. Um,
0: <laughs> Assuming she's listening. Assuming <laughs> <laughs> she's listening.
1: Um, but so you know she had ran for tiki oasis and i had gone in i remember the first time i walked to crown plaza in san diego where they had the event as soon as i stepped foot it was just a sea of colorful beautiful people i mean the women are just dressed to the nines the men have their, you know, cabana suits on with the hats, holding tiki drinks. And I was like, what is this magical place that I've gone to? I just didn't even feel like I was in San Diego anymore. I just felt like I was on some amazing resort with a bunch of drunk, happy people. And I felt (laughs) at home. (laughs) And what was so fun was like that same weekend, I was invited to go to their infamous room parties. And I was like, what is a room party? Because I'm like, I don't go out much. And I'm like, I don't, I'm like, is this some like weird sex thing? And they're like, no, 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 it's so much fun. So we, you know, I stood in line, a ridiculously long line. I was like, I, I don't, I still don't get it. I walked in and the hotel room, they transformed it into a club bar they you know they have the bar all set up te style and depending on the theme of that year they had it decorated just to the nines and then they had djs or artists they even had a burlesque show in the room and you're just in there and everyone's having a great time and I was like okay now I get the appeal and I was hooked and I was so proud to run, um, for Miss Tiki Oasis. Um, I didn't think I was going to win. I just wanted to run because, well, to be honest, I kind of wanted a free ticket.
0: Sure. (laughs) Sure.
1: (laughs) But I'm like, I'm like, well, shit, why not? You know, let me just try. Um, and then when, you know, they, they announced the finalists and I saw my name I was like, Oh, now it's real. Like I need to
0: take it seriously (laughs) now. (laughs) Now it's not just a free pass, now it's, uh. (laughs) ah. I am
1: like, oh, I have to be on stage in front of people. I'm like, I got so nervous. I was just, I was, you know, going down the rabbit hole and I was like, oh my God, is this like Miss USA? I need to have like an organization or like an agenda. And I was like researching like the war crimes in Crimea.
0: (laughs) A bunch of Excel sheets. yeah. yeah."
1: (laughs) I was falling down this like crazy rabbit hole and I reached out to Die Lovely and you know we were kind of going through and I just I needed her her calming presence and she's just like cool your jets like just have fun with it she's like it's fucking Tiki Oasis everyone's just gonna be drunk anyways they're like they're not gonna care and I was like oh yeah huh duh So, um, yeah, I'm just like, all right, you know, so I just, I, you know, I kind of practice in my head. I'm like, okay, what is a question that they might ask me on stage? And, you know, just kind of going through like bullet points in my head, like why I want to be Miss Tiki Oasis. And I talked to my coworkers, um, from my muggle job, I told them what I was doing. And one coworker just wrote this like ridiculous, like presidential speech. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking genius, because it's hilarious. And I am like, this is brilliant. So he and I were working on it, and I call him my speechwriter. And I just, you know, I practiced it. And it was a question that they had asked all the queens. And I just went out there, and I did my little presidential, you know, fingers and arms. And <laughs> it resonated well. <laughs> I think everyone was looking for a leader that year.
0: <laughs> I just always remember that uh, bit on Saturday Night Live where uh, Daryl Hammond, uh, his his That's Bill amazing. Clinton, where he said, uh, um, where, where he's like, you know, when I'm doing a speech, I'll I'll, I'll do a little of this, a little of this, mm-hmm. and some at the <laughs> and some at the same time. Like I I love that, and I'm hoping that you did some of those gestures when you were doing your speech.
1: I, I think so. I, I There is one um, that was featured, I think, on LA Weekly of me going like this with my arm. And I was like, I don't know if I look like Mao Zedong or not.
0: <laughs> I, I wish that there would be a recording of this speech. I, I It would just be... <laughs> yeah, I
1: you know, I don't know. I Well, I think almost all the audience members were drunk anyway, so they probably didn't hit
0: record. <laughs> <laughs> or if they did, it's just a, their drunk face doing this. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: or it's a blur. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a blur. <laughs> um, so you you were a finalist. Uh, how yeah. was it when they called your name though? Like what what, what was? Because you 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 already were shocked when you became a finalist, and you're like, oh it's it's real. And then yeah. you got your name, and it's like. Oh, shit.
1: (laughs) So all of the finalists there, you know, they all deserve to win because they're just amazing, just great, great women, very strong women. And, you know, a lot of them had been to Tiki Oasis for many years, and I didn't feel um, that I was deserving because I'm like, well, shoot, you know, they're all averaging like five to seven years, and I'm like three years. So I felt like, oh, I'm such a baby.
0: Um, and you came in for a free ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Um. So they. I'm know, not they judging. Ann-
0: I've done a lot of <laughs> stuff for just free stuff.
1: This is why we get along. Yeah. <laughs> so they announced my name in. Well, okay. Let me let me back up. So they announced um you know the the second runner up and you know I was just like oh she's good you know, she, I'm like, I really thought she was going to win. And then they announced like first runner up. And I was like, oh, she's also good. And then I remember like looking down the line, I looked to my left and I looked to my right. And I was like, well, you know, who could it be? Like, cause it could be anyone. And they had announced my name, but I was still busy in my mind, just like talking to myself. <laughs> and And then, you know, they, everyone just kind of looked at me and I'm like, but they're like, come up here. And I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> And then I was just like, uh, I don't even know. It was just a blur at that point when I realized, like, I won.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's staring at you like, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, I don't know. It felt like I was standing there, like, a minute with, like, my mouth, like, wide open. Like, oh, huh? <laughs>
0: Um, and then uh, I, I saw Instagram posts of you taking photos with uh, all the other uh, Miss Tiki Oasis's. Uh, <laughs> Miss
1: Tiki Oasis's. Yeah, I know. Oasis-i? I, I, I struggle with that one <laughs> a lot.
0: I feel like being a uh, Miss Tiki Oasis uh, should get you in the front of the line ahead of everyone for the room uh, parties.
1: <laughs> you know... Um, People, So when I won, I, it, I'm i not an aggressive person. Like, I will wait my turn because I don't think I'm above anybody. And I remember standing in line with, my like, my crown and my sash and, like, <laughs> sh- all this shit that I had to carry. And they're like, where are you going? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the room party. They're like, you won. You can go to the front. I'm like, no, it's okay. It's okay. i like, am <laughs> waiting. They're like, you can go. And it just, it was just so awkward to me. Um, And even still to this day, like if I, if I go to like a, a bar or if I, even if I have my sash on, I'll still wait in line with the Coleman folk.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like it's not about being above anyone else. It's like you, you performed, you were part of the show. You, were, you, uh, you made this show more eventful, more entertaining for all of us. <laughs> you should go up. I feel. <laughs> I feel like if you do any kind of the performing part, it's like this is your this is your thank this is our thank you to what you uh, did for us. <laughs> yeah. What what you did for the common folk.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just like to be humble. <laughs>
0: I know. Whenever I have like a a, a pro badge at Comic Con or any kind of badge at any kind of show I'm doing, I'm like, "Yep, here I am. I'm uh, You're right. I'm I'm not see, like, I'm not part of the Comic Con." Yeah. Like
1: at Comic Con, it's so different though, because I think it's just a different beast, right? Like everyone there is just they all want to get in. Um, I mean, I guess same at Tiki Oasis too, but it just seems like you really need to stand out more to show your passes. So I feel like a badass, when I'm like, "Yeah." Vendor pass, bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally understandable. I feel like a, I feel like Comic Con has an also a level of exhaustion where you can't really even enjoy the vendor pass. Where you're just like, ah. if you were if you were awake and uh, if you're well rested and well fed, you would be like, yeah, vendor pass. But now at Comic Con, you're like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're
1: so right though. I remember my first year. Um, Chris Gomez, which you know, uh, he, you know, he reached out to me and he's just like, "Yeah, my friend, um you know, he's an artist, needs some help at a booth. Are you available?" Cuz he knew I lived in San Diego and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm going to go to Comic-Con. I'll work for that shit."
0: <laughs> Again, free badge, let's do this.
1: <laughs> let's do this, right? And I will gladly put in all of my blood, sweat, and tears um to be at Comic Con because it's it's an experience. But you are not joking when you say it is exhausting. It is exhausting. Like my feet hurt, my back hurts, like my hair hurts. I remember one time I came home. I didn't even talk to my husband. I just I grunted at him and he handed me <laughs> food and then I just sat in the bathtub while eating dinner. And I woke up early the next morning and I went down to Comic-Con again.
0: <laughs> it's it's strange because uh hearing that story of eating in your bath I'm laughing but it it's, it doesn't feel like it, it's it's a uh it's a laughter in a sense of I know that tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the con life. That's exhausting.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I remember, We'll uh, do it um,
1: again, though.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I often go partying, which is dumb <laughs> when I do a show. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I've been, I've been, uh, Amazing Las Vegas is the worst because, like, uh, I, that they, they have some pretty fun parties at their bars, and then I'll, come to the booth, uh, hung <laughs> and that's, that's never fun, but it's, fortunately it's always on Saturday night. So that Sunday is, uh, less busy. So I can do that. That's, that's not bad. That's, <laughs> that's feasible.
1: Yeah. And like for, you know, for me, when I'm working at the booth, it's, Sunday is our busiest day because that's when everyone wants to do their last minute shopping. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I don't go out and party cause I'm like, I need to be on it. I need to move fast. Cause we got to hustle. Cause I don't want to pack a lot of stuff up. <laughs>
0: yeah. Your, your party is a uh, bathtub dinners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fantastic. <laughs> But uh, you're also a pinup model, and uh, mm-hmm. I love the work that you do. Your Instagram yeah. is just fantastic. It's uh, amazing shots. Um, whenever I see anyone taking photos in like uh, uh, at the beach in the waves, I'm like, that sounds awful. Like just the <laughs> the cold wave coming up, and you still have to like pose and whatnot and yeah. look look fancy. And I'm just like, I would not be able to do that. <laughs> that's that's not a job that you do. <laughs> um, you have to be
1: fast and just take a lot of shots and pray that one looks good
0: no but your shot your videos don't look like you're going fast it looks like you're stuck there in the wave (laughs) (laughs) they never look Um, fast they look they look awful like just no thank you (laughs) yeah
1: you know it's we're we're lucky because it wasn't in the ocean. I was at Mission Bay, um, so the waters were a little calmer, and I just made sure I wasn't like too much in the water where my hair and makeup would get destroyed. But I was just like, okay, let's make it quick. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lay down and try to look sexy
0: <laughs> while wow, freezing. Well, was the wa- were was the water cold? No, the
1: the water was perfect. It was okay in August so I think the water was maybe around like 70 so yeah it was
0: perfect or the weather the weather was warm enough where it wasn't that bad yeah, yeah. okay good because like every time <laughs> that I've got to the beach I I've, not that I've not that I think about all the time but a lot of time when I go to the beach the water's cold and I definitely would not be able to be in any position for too long for a photo no thank you um what uh what has been the weirdest experiences doing doing what has been the weirdest experience that you had doing a photo shoot?
1: Um I don't think I've had any weird experience. I did have one where I was living back in Arizona and it was November and it was a hot tub shoot and I had to go in the the hot tub, but the heater was broken and it was in <laughs> November and so I was like in there and like trying to be sexy and he's just like why 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 are your lips like a weird color and like why are you like shaking and I was like well the the hot tub is not working he's like well what do you mean it's not working and it's just like because it's freezing cold water and then he like touched the water and he's like oh my god and I was just like Ugh. and then he's just like look you, you need to communicate like you're a big girl. You need to tell me. And so that's when I quickly learned like, okay, if something is not right, like you have to say something just because you, you need to get it for the gram or, you know, whatever vanity reasons, like your health is more important than the shot, even though the shot is.
0: <laughs> no, it's all about the health. It's it's not, I, can't, yeah. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> I, I, I've had people uh tell me where they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't do that. I, I was sick. And I was like, then don't don't say sorry. You it's it's your health is priority. I'm I'm don't worry about me. Worry about you getting better. That's awful being in a freezing.
1: But <laughs> that, the shot looked great though.
0: My the 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 purple of my cheeks really worked out well. <laughs> the frostbite. Mm. Yes,
1: that's that's the name of the blush color, frostbite. <laughs>
0: yeah and the uh the uh uh what was it the 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 icicles that were forming my hair really stood mm-hmm. out <laughs> really, the 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 flash hit them so perfectly I loved it <laughs> i mean sure, I started looking like a uh jack at the end of the shining, but it looked yeah. great <laughs> it, you know we got it we got it we got the job done. <laughs> i would say that would be a weird experience i know it's 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 weird whenever I ask the question of what's your weirdest experience because people have different viewpoints, different opinions about what is a weird experience. And I would say freezing in a bucket of cold water would be a weird experience. And you're trying to make it look like you're having a good, t- a sexy, good time in yeah. hot water. <laughs> I'm
1: like, ooh, it's so hot. Ooh. <laughs> like, my, my, my lips are moving like this because it's so cold.
0: <laughs> Every shot, your lips are blurred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. That's, that's nuts. That would, that would be, uh, that would be awful. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you could do a photo shoot as any character, no restrictions on the money, no worry about re- resources whatsoever, who would it be? Mm.
1: I forgot his name, but he's, um, a Mortal Kombat character. Okay. okay um. Is it Goro, like, the one with the ponytail and, like, the forearm? It's,
0: it's no. funny because I was going to say him, but I thought that would be a joke. And I didn't think... <laughs> 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 I don't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I if it's I Goro. had the money... Yeah, I, I think it's Goro. Um, he was always my favorite on Mortal Kombat. and
0: There's going to be some I, gamer nerds getting pissed off at me for not... If, if we're saying his name I know, incorrectly... <laughs>
1: And I used to play that game a lot, but it's been a minute and uh, I've had a lot of weed between then and now. <laughs> um, but I think that would be such a fun character to to cosplay and, and do a burlesque act. Because he's definitely not sexy, but we could make it sexy or maybe not even make it sexy. We can do so much with it.
0: I I love the idea of uh, picking songs. Like uh, I remember, what was it? I think it was a, just a joke where I said that uh, if I did a striptease or a blast dance dance, um, mm-hmm. I would want to do it as a Frodo from Lord of the Rings. But I would <laughs> okay. definitely I would definitely not want like a really sexy song. I would want the the I would want the actual uh, com- music from Lord of the mm-hmm. Rings. <laughs> where it would just be be interesting and i would i would want the same facial expression that frodo always has like the whole like sad kind of scared kind of look as i'm (laughs) like
1: (laughs) people would be so confused like the audience members are like i don't know what i'm supposed to feel right now
0: (laughs) i'm fine with that i've never (laughs) I feel like I'd be like the Andy Kaufman of burlesque.
1: That could work. A lot of people would like
0: that. Where just like, want- I'm
1: not I'm not turned on by anything else but your humor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that would be the same thing with uh, Goro, if that's his name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not in. I'm not here to turn you on. I'm here to turn me on, and Goro turns me on. <laughs>
0: I'm <laughs> here to be entertaining.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Looking for Johnny Cage with a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the very end, it's just that one verse of like, was it? Uh, this is where you fall. Like, <laughs> and I'm I'm yeah. quoting the movie. I like the video game, but even even though the movie's pretty shitty, because I've watched it recently, and it's just it's bad. I still love it. (laughs) I love, I'm a big fan of crappy movies.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there are some really, yeah. But Mortal Kombat was definitely a crappy one. That's something I don't think I would want to rewatch. But if I had to for um, research purposes, I will.
0: (laughs) If you watch it again, uh, the CG used on Reptile is so awful.
1: (laughs) I know, and I'm afraid of that. Because, like, when I first saw that movie, it was, you know, it was the bee's knees. And I was like, okay, well, this is the technology we have. This is cool. But if I watch it again, I'd be like, hmm, that's disappointing.
0: That's how I felt when I went back and watched Reboot. Like, I loved Reboot when I was younger. And uh, watching it again, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> CG does not age well. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> I feel like a 2D animation will always just get better with age cuz it's just uh it's it's a moving painting. Even yeah. the bad stuff still in my, my in my opinion looks gorgeous. CG yeah, it just takes a few years for it to not look good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just amazing, you know, with the technology these days and just how everything is becoming more and more realistic. It's like I mean, you know, I'm just thinking about Movies growing up from the 80s till now, and I was like, wow, we've come so far.
0: I um, what what are some other bad movies that you're like? I know, <laughs> strain strain away from burlesque and photo shoots, unless you want to talk about photo shoots again. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> I love talking about bad movies. Um, Beverly Hills Ninja. I so I'm a. Oh, that's a bit, that's about one. I'm a huge Chris Farley fan. Uh, I, he, I, you know, I miss him. I think he could have just done just so many incredible movies, but Beverly Hills Ninja did not need to happen. Just saying.
0: Hopefully, hopefully he would have made a uh, more you know better movies, and uh, hopefully he didn't go. Uh, hopefully he wouldn't have gone the Adam <laughs> Sandler route.
1: <laughs> oh, bless his heart he needs to just retire. I'm sorry. Like, Billy Madison was great. We could have just stopped right there.
0: Sure. Well, I mean, but, you know, everyone tells me about how great Uncut Gems is, and I'm like, yeah, you know, it, oh, it wasn't great? Because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. I, I think it. I think it went to Netflix, or one of the streaming services has it, and I'm like,
1: ah. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you've got nothing else to watch on a Saturday night, by all means, check it out. You won't get those couple of hours back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: watched uh, I watched Hubie Halloween, and that was uh, oh that was because I, I'm a I'm a big fan of Halloween. The shots mm-hmm. look great, and he has so many really fa- fantastic friends on mm-hmm. his on his movie. Like his yeah. friends are what I want to watch. Yeah um tim meadows Maya rudolph uh just i i love and every shot of that movie was just done really well the lighting was perfect the music was great but every time adam sandler opens his mouth i'm like oh god damn it <laughs> <laughs> him again <laughs> yeah
1: ah. but, you know i i i have the same sentiments you know every time he comes out with a movie it's always so fun to see who you know makes a guest appearance and it's just like ah this is so cool you know to have that friend who can bring everyone together and do a movie and then he opens his mouth and you're like
0: right that's what i'm watching (laughs) (laughs)
1: um
0: i I, i'm when i think about bad movies i always think about uh moral combat is one of them where i uh hold it high up there. as just one of my favorite bad movies. Uh, it also goes hand in hand with Super Mario Brothers. Uh, I'm always going to have a love for that movie. I
1: haven't that mo- seen that one.
0: You haven't seen that one? No. Have you seen anything about that movie?
1: I think I saw, I, I think I saw like trailers and, you know, commercials on it, but I'm like, mm, I don't think so. I think I'm just going to stick with the video games because I didn't want to taint my memory of Mario Brothers.
0: I I feel like you should watch it. Okay. Um Think of it like uh, this is weird trying to sell Super Mario Bros. because it's a shitty movie. <laughs> I I do say it's a shitty movie. Um. So you did you see, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker? Yes. So I haven't seen Joker. So this comparison might be completely awful, but okay. I think of it as uh, it's not a direct representation of the character. It's just a different filter, a different, a skewed version of that, taking the stuff that you know, you know he's in Gotham City, you know uh, he becomes a villain, you know about the Waynes, you know all about that stuff, and this is just a different story with those elements. Or Oh Brother, Where Thou?, where it's uh, the Odyssey, but seen in a different light. That's how I feel about Super Mario Brothers. You have all these elements that you know about from the video game, but it's not the video game. It's just a silly retelling of the story.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Okay. I love the actors you got Bob Hoskins John Leguizamo Dennis Hopper yeah I'm always gonna love John Leguizamo I've had a crush on him I've had a crush (laughs) on him for years
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean he's such a good actor and he's so underrated um yeah okay okay I will watch it I will let you know what I think of it
0: cool I am looking forward to that because I really I (laughs) I can't stress it enough like I always try to sell Super Mario Brothers on people um the it's music done by Alan Silvestri um I think it's a fantastic movie it's shitty but fantastic <laughs> <laughs> and it's got uh it's got a song that I always call the uh cursed song um uh what's it uh love is a drug because
1: mm-hmm.
0: love is a drug is on uh it's on monkey bone during the club scene it's on mario brothers in the club scene and it's on sucker punch
1: <laughs> oh how funny okay
0: So really, Shady Movies use this song. I don't know if it's just because the song's affordable or what. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They look at their budget. You're like, "Mm, okay, we're going to go with this one. (laughs) Oh,
0: this one's $2? Oh, it can't go wrong now. (laughs) 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 Is there a dollar menu of of music? I think
1: so.
0: So back to to you. (laughs) Back to the guest. What is your social media folks should follow?
1: Uh, So I use Instagram a lot at PHX Ablaze. You can also find me on Facebook, but I really don't go on there all too much because it's just such a downer. Yeah. I don't like to read. I'm like, just show me pictures, but even that my attention spans like of a fruit fly. (laughs) Uh, If it's not Excel. (laughs) Yeah, if it's not Excel, don't put it in front of me. Um, But you can find me on Instagram. You can also follow me on TikTok at PHX. ablaze.
0: And you also have a YouTube channel that I found recently. Oh
1: yeah. But I just like, I, I like to watch videos. I don't really sure. like post videos, um, but also at that same handle.
0: Well, cause like I, I, I stumbled upon your YouTube channel and I saw that it was you, you cause like I don't update my YouTube channel at all. <laughs> like, but, but if I see someone that has updated a few months ago, I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. cool. That's relatively still active. I'm not I'm not looking for the people who update every few weeks because I'm busy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to stay tuned.
1: <laughs> yeah, I tried to um upload videos from past performances. So depending on, you know, the shows and if the producers offer videos, you're just waiting for the videos to get done and then when my ass can actually sit down and like Focus for like a minute to, to do the upload and figure out all that stuff, then I'll do it.
0: <laughs> and I feel like upload is even just a headache when it's like, uh, so what tags do you want? I'm like, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like,
1: I already struggle with the hashtags on Instagram. It's just like even the title I, I is I annoying. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, do I need to come up with a caption or something? I don't know. Emoji. <laughs>
0: I am great. I am so great. That's how it feels like when you're when you're writing a bio about yourself with a video.
1: <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I was it's like, a I exp- yeah, I express myself better in emojis or or you know, gifs,
0: gifs, gifs. GIFs. It's gifs. I'm not gonna I'm GIFs. not gonna go with gifs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I saw a meme that said, "What if God came down to you and said, uh it's pronounced Jod.'" Jod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Fuck you, Jod. <laughs> yes. That <laughs> just makes me think of like a uh, that whole bit of Indiana Jones when he's like J, and he steps on the wrong letter. You remember that from Last Crusade?
1: Yeah, I do. I always tell
0: I tell people that I envied that amount of optimism when he because like I don't think I've ever said anything so confidently as Indiana Jones oh. when he says J. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's a good movie. Oh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, what what uh what bit of advice would you give to anyone who uh, is getting into pinup uh, photography, modeling, or uh, burlesque?
1: Um, know yourself and know your boundaries. Don't let other people walk all over you. You know, don't be easily influenced. Um, you know, just because a photographer has amazing photos. Watch out for your safety. Um, you know there are unfortunately some bad apples out there that try to take advantage of you know young pinup models that you know just want to get started in the business. So do your homework, do your research. If you know a model that has shot with that photographer, always reach out to you know a few of the models to get their sense of you know security. Also with money, you got to be careful for scams these days um financial crimes my muggle job I'm in commercial banking so you know I see a lot of scams and things go on so I want to make sure that you know models because when you're getting started and you need to build your portfolio you're shelling out your hard earned money to somebody that you don't really know and just be careful <laughs>